She's playfully making moves on Geronicus. And Geronicus is polite, but very uncooperative and non-responsive to her advances. She performs this role so well. Just the smirking and the grinning and playing off Whitaker's character. All her antics, just whipping herself from pose to pose around the room. Just giving 100% and not holding anything back. Just really entertaining. Welcome to episode 20 of the 20-digit scene review podcast. I have here myself, co-host David, and of course, as always, I have Alex. Hello! (laughs) (laughs) Well, as always, in this podcast, what we do is we each pick a scene to review, and because this is Christmas week, we have decided to pick Christmas-themed movies or series, this being episode 20 even, so that is me to start. And I have picked a Christmas classic, uh, modern classic, I would say, Love Actually. So Love Actually is a star-studded cast. Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Kira Knightley, etc etc there are a lot of stars on this one i remember seeing the movie posters when they first came out stunned that they got all of them at the same time this was written and directed by richard curtis who is also responsible for one of my favorites four weddings and a funeral among a few other brit favorites such as notting hill bridget Jones, bridget jones diary and about time which is one i will be reviewing at some point it was an excellent film in its own right yeah, those are all good titles. You just mm-hmm, indeed, yeah. indeed. He just seems to have a good sense of writing about relationships. I would say, and that's kind of what love actually is about. A little bit, just in context, it's uh, it follows a web of relationships and how they're intertwined to some level, not heavily, and uh, it's a mishmash of these uh, relationships and the seeming that I will be focusing on is one where Kira Knightley, who plays Juliet, uh, and also in there is Mark, played by Andrew Lincoln, who is famous for, and I couldn't pick him out when I was first looking, I was like, who is this guy? And then I realized <laughs> I had to look it up, and it was it was the guy from Walking Dead, the main character from Walking Dead, and I was a bit stunned to see him there. Didn't think he was uh, <laughs> he was in this movie. All <laughs> being in there, and then the other character in this scene, very briefly, is Peter, who's Chiwete, Chiwetel. I'm just I'm sorry, I'm mispronouncing his name. Um, Chiwetel is uh, Chiwetel is uh, famous for a number of uh, films. Um, I really loved him in Serenity, <laughs> which was filmed a couple of uh, years later. But uh, the reason why I picked this film, uh, well, firstly, it's, it has a Christmas theme about it. It uh, when they were making it, they didn't realize what they were getting. It was only a budget of 40, 50, 40 to forty-five million dollars, and it got two hundred forty-six million worldwide, so very successful. But the re- I picked the card scene. 
um, the reason I picked the car scene, it has been the most, I think one of the most famous scenes from this movie and has been parried, parodied, uh, multiple times, uh, in Saturday Night Live amongst other things. And the context of it is relatively rudimentary, straightforward. Uh, Mark is married, just newly, uh, sorry, no, not Mark. Juliet and Peter are newly wed, and Mark was the best man, so Peter and Mark are best friends. And Mark, throughout the film, and just a bit moderate spoilers here for those that haven't watched it, uh, has, has an enormous affection for Juliet. And he kind of avoids it as much as he can throughout leading up to this scene, by not really talking to Juliet too much. And uh, leading up to this scene, he, it kind of is revealed, and she just re and she realizes that, um, that he has these feelings for her. <clears throat> so he had stops by at the apartment, and it's a situation where it's completely silent. And you know me, Alex. Like I, <laughs> I think this is a recurring theme for me when it comes to uh, scenes without actual words sometimes used uh this being more famous in, with, within the pop culture but in this particular case uh he tells her not to say anything pose pretend that there's carol singers and he proceeds to go through a set of cards basically disclosing his love for her <clears throat> now the the reason i the other reason why i picked this outside of the fact that um the acting is superb um one of the things that I didn't realize at the time what Kira Knightley was actually 17 in this role. Whoa. I think she was okay. maybe about to turn 18, but 17 and playing uh, an actress probably in their 20s, right? Yeah, like it's, yeah it's, definitely it's, had that impression, yes. Yeah, like you, when you were watching this film too, I don't think you got, when she first arrived in her career in Pirates of the Caribbean, you didn't get the sense that she was this young, but... Wow, the maturity of this woman is is next level. I don't know many. I can't actually think of a film or scene, for that matter, where a teenager was playing that of an older woman. It's rare. It's very rare. It's not. I don't want to say it's it, it hasn't happened. Certainly, there are some, but it's rare. Uh, so that's one thing that certainly sticks out for me. And uh, her acting with her eyes, uh, something that I always pay attention to, was phenomenal during the scene. You have to when there is nothing spoken. In fact, both actors did extremely well in this scene. And it's unique in itself because it's straightforward, it's quick. Uh, and at the end of it, she runs to him and gives him a quick kiss. And at the end, he says, enough. This is enough. And basically, sort of, okay, you know what? That, that was closure for me. Uh, at least that's what I took away from it. You know, mm -hmm. in terms of people that have crushes and whatnot, and you, you kind of realize them you acknowledge them as adults and there's some sort of a closure and you can move on. And I felt like that was sort of that trigger point for him. <clears throat> and the last thing I'll mention about this scene, the reason I kind of um, bring it up is because it's actually an interesting uh, narrative online. Uh, there's a lot of people that look at this scene and go, originally it was meant to be so endearing, so lovable, so all this other stuff. But um, late, lately people are like, what? That's his best friend. 
cheating on her, you know, cheating on his best friend, cheating on with this, that, the mm-hmm. other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? What's that all about? And and certainly there's, you know, yeah, I guess you could take that a little bit from it. But at the end of the day, I felt like it was just a real sort of scenario. I mean, I, I, I don't think any of us have gone through life not knowing someone that has been involved in some sort of a triangle or something like that. And feelings are feelings. That's that's it's. I don't. I don't think there was meant to be any betrayal there. I think it was meant as closure. And so that I thought that was interesting. So anyway, I'll stop there, Alex, and you give your yeah. uh, two cents on this one. Yeah, it's that. Uh, okay, I'll get to that. Your last point last. So <laughs> well, let's just start at the beginning here. Yeah, so no question. Uh, super super romantic scene here. So like, I can just imagine people that. I really like romance and you know I, I kind of count myself as one of those that it it uh hits that target audience and for yep. sure it just it, it it gives you the feels it's no question <laughs> um and j- these two actors definitely uh cute together um mark and juliet i mean right um and it's a clever script right with the mm. with the cards and not saying anything pressing a button on a thing and to pretend to be singers <laughs> yeah i like that and we have here, of course, the the age-old story of a guy in love who takes the risk of actually telling her how he really feels. Now, of course, in the context of the film, it, it was already sort of uh, spoiled or revealed uh, earlier on. But um, but nevertheless, for him to just to outright express it, right, it's a, it takes something. Because how many guys in the world would just... just admiring the, their crush from a distance and never yeah. <laughs> actually approach or say or do anything? Right. But uh, yeah, to your point on the last thing, though, it 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 was hard for me to ignore. I mean, I I mm-hmm. consider myself kind of a conservative sort of person, so Certainly. you know, she's with someone, whether married or not, even right. If it's just even just in an exclusive relationship mm-hmm. that you're not married yet, it's still something. And then on top of it, as you say, best friends, and it's just like, yeah, yeah still she. I mean, it was a lips to lips kiss. It wasn't even a, a you know, a <laughs> yeah. European beso beso cheek to yeah, cheek yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. It was it was there. So. I noticed that, and I, you know, it's. I guess it's like you say. It's the, uh, it's the mixture, the cauldron of, or the juxtaposition of of real life. Of yeah, there's the feelings there, and yeah, it wasn't maybe not quite right, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, life is uh, maybe not so cut and dry that everyone is is a saint all the time or a sinner all the time. It's just mm-hmm. uh, it was the mix, and so I mean, I haven't seen the film, so I don't really know how it plays out, but. Uh, yeah, well, for maybe the sake of the viewers, I won't say anything. <laughs> okay. Maybe I already yeah, spoiled, so. or maybe I spoiled too much already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put the markers in the thing. But I thought it was interesting using the boombox for the carols. I mean, the one thing that did, you know, this is a 2003 film, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the use of the boombox is kind of reminiscent of the movie Say Anything, where John Cusack does his very famous boombox where he's... Um, it's another famous scene. We'll review that at some point where he he just puts the music on and it's, he's calling out to his uh, to his uh, romantic partner there. So that's uh, that was a bit uh, reminiscent of that one. That's when I first saw that. That's what I was, I was thinking. I mean, certainly not the, in the same way, but uh, it was similar, shall we say, um, in that respect. So I thought that was interesting. But uh, yeah, I think that just drawing from this, it was uh, I, I can understand um the conflict there in terms of mm-hmm. people uh with that and uh but 
I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of endearing things about this movie and this scene that people just, for some reason or another, it just, there's a bridge there. And as you say, it, it pulls those strings. It, it does a really good job that way. <laughs> and yep. I think the critics generally thought it was mixed too, but the audience just loved it. So I think yeah. that this scene is almost... Uh, almost a, a microcosm of the entire film, you know, you get mixed results, but, this, but then that endearingness does yeah. come through. So, I mean, yeah, you could, you could say what you want about the, the morality of, of certain actions or whatnot, but there's no, there's no denying on both sides, just the, the full honesty of the characters involved, mm -hmm. the, the guy mm -hmm. just revealing with the, on what he wrote on the cards. And then with her that maybe she feels something too. And that's why she did what she did. And, uh, I look, at least the honesty is there. Right, right. I think that uh, this this uh, this movie actually was is uh, one of the most popular Brit Christmas movies of all time. I know people that watch this every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's certainly become uh, something very, very uh, dear to the heart, let's just say, traditionally. So with that, I think we can uh, move on to your scene, Alex. Alrighty. So my pick for this week is uh, a very recent film, 2020 film uh, called Jingle Jangle, subtitled A Christmas Journey. Um, it was released in time for last year's Christmas, 2020, um, available on Netflix. And so the scene I picked from this was is relatively early on in the film, about 22 minutes in, uh, where it's, it's basically the scene around or bracketing around the song miles and miles and so we have featuring forrest whitaker as geronicus the shop owner and lisa davina phillip as miss johnston and uh voicing the is the singing doing the singing is marisha wallace marisha wallace so in this scene miss johnston makes one one of our visits to Geronica's shop, and we can infer by the way that they act that this isn't the first time she's come. So they, you know, he knows her by name and so on. And she doesn't hide her affections for him <laughs> at all. And she's playfully making moves on Geronicus. And Geronicus is polite, but very uncooperative and non-responsive <laughs> to her advances. And this is a musical number. I, I picked this scene because it, when I watched the film, it just really stuck out to me as a great song and a great number. Uh, like even minutes after it's rolled on, I, I'm still thinking about it. It's like, wow, that was a great routine. It's a great tune. Um, it's a great yeah, tune. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm really like, getting yeah. to some of the details here because mm -hmm. we've got uh, some kudos to lyricist uh, Michael Diskant and songwriters Davey Nathan and Philip Lawrence. And Philip Lawrence, um, I had learned, is actually one of the trio singers there, the one with the glasses who's mm. in the scene. So <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> neat too. And uh, overall film score of the of the entire film is by John Debney, who we'll remember from uh, Greatest Showman, which we reviewed oh. in episode three. Yeah, it's a little bit of a tie-in there. So yeah, Lisa Philip, just she performs this role so well just the smirking and the grinning and playing off Whitaker's character, all her antics, just whipping herself from pose to pose around the room, <laughs> just giving a hundred percent and not holding anything back. Uh, just really entertaining and sung by, uh, as again, Marisha Wallace, uh, 
but when I first saw it, I actually did not realize it was lip synced. Oh, it, so oh I, wow. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I got to applaud Lisa Phillips' oh, wow. lip syncing skill because huh. I, I, I try to pride myself on, on being able to recognize that we're lip syncing when it happens, but this it's gotten now better. Yeah, it, it's it's gotten better. Yeah, definitely, the industry's gotten better because this marks the second time where I've been fooled, and the other yeah, one, yeah, which is Greatest from, Showman, was the other. Yes, like when yeah, yeah, never enough. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I I honestly thought that she was <laughs> just the way that she was. Same, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, moving on. So sticking with this film, <laughs> the uh, the choreography, the blocking and direction of this number, the way that she's just going from place to place around the room and and again uh, this how she's acting and, and sort of semi dancing the the routine always doing something entertaining from from second to second it was just from beginning to end uh, i loved it and and to your point about the music itself just such a catchy tune and yeah, it's I, a great I, hook. i've listened to this yeah great i've hook. probably listened to this maybe 20 times since seeing that film because I, I, you know, I put it on my phone and whatnot, and just in the car, and just mm -hmm. love it. So hats off to uh, Nathan and Lawrence for um, for writing it, and, and the stunning vocal performance by Marisha Wallace. Uh, she's employing like various vocal techniques, from falsetto to growl to belting to like agile melismas, and the sharp dynamics. Like if you stay willing to love. Just a little, it'll hit you in a bit. Just got that <laughs> in there. It's just the so memorable part of the song is the cha 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 That part, right? <laughs> I, you just you'll never you'll never forget that part with it. Uh, saying the word five times with the with the staccato like accents in there is just so good. And the yeah. control, her control of the aperture of the mouth to change the sound like cha 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 as opposed to just tra tra tra. Right, mm -hmm. it's, it's right in there, and even the backup trio was entertaining. Oh man, and not, that was yeah, the best not part. Just, I love yeah. that part. <laughs> oh man, and it they, was so they just good. pop up in the in, like know. a like a forest around. I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> on cue. Yeah, and they were not just singing, but also dancing, and they they just did a great job too. And yeah, it was, and even just yeah. go ahead. Yeah, sorry, I just. Yeah, I just throw, I had to like rewind it. I think I rewinded it five times because I just loved the way she's <laughs> just, just you know lying back on the couch and then yeah, yeah. they just come out of sync, you know, come out of sync. And then Forrest Whitaker's uh, character is like backup singers. <laughs> like, Where these guys come from? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And even even the 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 coda at the end because they have the an additional <laughs> character coming in right and saying oh and then they're in a compromising situation but then after just as they leave the the band strikes up again and, and just just the final few chords of thing and then they exit and they <laughs> it's really entertaining it's a classic uh cinematic uh feature there which is great love when they do that it's always the interruption <laughs> to stop and then they continue as if nothing happened <laughs> all right uh, no, that was that was, uh, it was certainly a good pick. I mean, I wasn't too sure what I was like. I wasn't sure if it was musical or not. But then when it started going up, I was like, okay, here we go, <laughs> right? Here we go. And it was just it was done at the right time too when the backup singers because, you know, we always talked about how songs have places it needs to go, right? You know yeah. that there are certain there's a life to it. If you repeat too much, it gets too repetitive. If there's certain things that you do uh to to elevate it you know somewhere to go and then it was just at that point where they just pop up and all of a sudden it's just a new 
next level of entertainment as well as song. So the timing of it was really nice. I, I also liked the uh, the instrumentation and beat that was just drum. Like there was a there's a pause in between those beats. And I really mm-hmm. like that. I, 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 I know I'm not mimicking it uh, very, very well, but <laughs> if I re-listen to it again, it's just like complete pauses within those beep and drum beats. And that, mm-hmm. that I was just, I found myself just kind of like going into yeah, it. Grooving into with it. it. Yeah. 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 Grooving with it. Uh, <laughs> and it was, you know, not your classic Christmas tuny um, uh-huh, melody, uh-huh. which is, which is great. Right. But it didn't feel out of place either. So that's what was very nice about that. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, great. Yeah, overall, the film has a number of, of, of nice uh, songs in it. One of the uh, other songwriters um, I, it was actually John Legend. He's contributed to this oh, film as well. Yeah, nice. so mm-hmm. pretty neat stuff. So pretty overall. stacked. They stacked, uh, stacked the talent so. on yeah. this one. I mean, mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker is... So he's, he's definitely one of my favorite characters, favorite actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done so many good roles over his uh, career. So it was, it was nice to see him here. All right. Okay. So I guess that concludes our Christmas theme this week. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad we'll probably do a little bit more of this uh, seasonal sort of uh, picks, yeah. shall we say. Yep, themed episodes uh, or something. Indeed. As always, if there are any recommendations, feel free to email us, contact us. We will uh, certainly consider it uh, as part of our Scene Review podcast. So thanks for everyone for joining today. And have a safe and happy holidays to everybody. And may the new year bring great time, new and great things. 2022. Thanks for listening and Merry Christmas, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can email us at scenereview at 20digit.com and find us on YouTube by searching for 20digit productions. And we're 20digit on Twitter and Instagram. Note that our website and all our online IDs are spelled with numbers 20digit. Thanks for listening to the 20digit scene review podcast.